Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard Gibbert. Rhino back in the chair, in the studio. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. Couple of days off, how was that? It was nice. I uh, I put the Z back in lazy. <laughs> I think I slept nine, ten hours every night, and it was glorious. <laughs> it makes you feel good to sleep that long. It does, day. until Saturday night, about uh, two in the morning, so I guess it would be Sunday morning. Yeah. I awoke to a crashing sound in my kitchen. Wait now. You awoke. Just yes. wanted to clarify that. Not like got woke Correct. or something. Yeah. I ain't woke. Yeah. I was Okay, crashing sound. I was awakened by a crashing sound in my kitchen and I got up thinking it might have been the cat, but then I looked to my right and Porch Cat was right there looking just as startled. So then I'm thinking, Oh great, here comes something else. And walk in there, and no, it's just the standing shelf that I kept all my sugar and flour and rice and all the, the fun pantry stuff. It was an old flat pack shelf that had just decided, you know what, I give up. Yeah. I'm done. And just collapsed. And everything went everywhere. So I made the executive decision to go back to bed and deal with it when I woke up. <laughs> That is weird. So he just looked at it and said, the heck with that, I'm going back to bed. Oh, yeah. But then I got up, cleaned everything up after getting another few hours of sleep and then <laughs> set about yesterday morning to rebuilding the the shelf huh and so did you rebuild oh yeah it. i, I uh, this is this is a a saving grace keep it as an ace in the hole for all those people out there that have that tackle box or toolbox or drawer yeah. or bucket full of odds and ends that you've kept that were extras when you yep. put stuff together cuz i had Six or seven 90-degree angle brackets and gotcha. a handful of wood screws that were just leftover extras from other projects and <laughs> had everything I needed to put it all back together. Well, the question, of course, very important. Did you build back better? It's <laughs> the question. It is definitely more sturdy than it was. <laughs> oh, my god! last another 20 years before it falls apart. <laughs> well, that'll work. Speaking of other things that are falling apart, the wax figure of Donald Trump at the Tussauds Palace of Wax. You mean the hastily redone Hillary figure? Because <laughs> it looks an awful lot like Hillary it does. with a bad spray tan. <laughs> the, well, the Donald Trump wax figure 
has been punched and scratched so much that it has been removed from display for repairs. However, it's not unusual for wax statues of politicians to experience such destruction and damage, including Barack Obama and George Bush. They had to be removed temporarily because they were damaged and vandalized. What's up with that? Why why do people, why do do they want to do that? It's crazy. So, in, How meaningless is your visit to the Wax Museum if you get enraged to the point of fisticuffs with a wax statue? <laughs> now, we, we could argue that is truly Trump derangement syndrome there. That, in all its splendor. Now, there's all, there was also a wax figure of Adolf Hitler... That was in uh, Madame Tussauds Museum in, I'm going to try to say this right, but you're much better with the German accent than me, Berlin. How do you say that? Berlin. (laughs) Got it. It was beheaded, (laughs) the statue of Adolf Hitler in 2008. It was a protester in... Berlin. After it was repaired, the figure was returned... (laughs) But it's kind of like you. It's behind glass. It was encased with glass windows and two guards to protect the statue of Adolf Hitler. How about that? more protection than the Mona Lisa. Exactly. It's just got glass. (laughs) It's crazy. Well, the museum reports that assaults on the wax figure of Donald J. Trump became more frequent around last year's election. Imagine that. Imagine that. Even after the statue was moved to the lobby where attendants could see it, the jabs and scratches did not stop, according to the San Antonio Express News. That You're right. You, you've got a, just a... A sick life, I'm going to just say it. If you go to a wax museum, and I, I would argue that the people that did that went intentionally to destroy the statue, to vandalize the statue. You buy that? Oh, yeah, which just tells me they got more money than sense. Yeah. It ain't free to get in. No, it's not. That's a good point. Gee whiz. But again, I guess it's cheaper than therapy. <laughs> Yeah, I feel uh, I'm a little short this week. I can't pay my therapist for the usual hour, but I can go punch a wax statue. <laughs> that is terrible. Speaking of which, you know, it, it has gotten crazy, though, if you think back recent events in this country, how politicians have been attacked by just random people. Steve Scalise, right, playing baseball. Attacked by some Bernie Sanders nutcase. A shot. Not attacked. Shot. I believe with the intention of killing him. I don't think there was any question that was the intent. Considering the shooter was mulling around and made sure to ask people at the event, those are the Republicans, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Those are Republicans because those are in my sights. And then you had... 
uh, Rand Paul, Rand the neighbor. Paul. Yeah. Hatching broke his rib. In the, cutting his grass or something, right? Punctures Working along. out in his yard. But then remember, he and his wife attacked after a uh, Trump speech. I'm trying to think of what it was. I believe our governor attended. Wasn't it the same event out there on the White House lawn last summer? And they were walking back to their hotel, I believe, in the area. Remember that? Surrounded uh, by the loonies. Why? Well, how about most recently Representative Jeff Van Drew of New Jersey? Remember, he's the guy that converted from Democrat to Republican. And they're going after his family. And it's journalists. You know, those noble journalists that keep us informed with objectivity. Are you looking at this? Van Drew, this was, I saw an interview with him over the weekend. And my hat's off to it because he said, I'm not backing down. But he made it very clear, as he should, that threats and attacks on my family, that's over the line. And he's absolutely right. So he revealed a threatening voicemail by Ocean City Sentinel. I believe that is in New Jersey, and a paper. A guest columnist, John McCall. And Van Drew says he, he received a voicemail threatening, literally, to kill his family. He said that, um, this is what he said, I will do everything in my power to ensure that you are deposed, if not dead. This was concerning Van Drew's standing up to the Arizona and Pennsylvania Electoral College votes. So if you contest anything, you, you just want to investigate this isn't about him saying, oh, this election was absolutely stolen. He just wanted to see the truth. He just wanted to make sure that the counts were accurate, that there were no anomalies. Something that happens usually every election. Every single day one. election. Absolutely. No question about it. Just never, typically doesn't make a difference. It makes a difference when it's close. Yeah, I mean, think about it. There's always that one, especially somebody from the House, that wants to raise a concern just for political pull, just to have it to put on a flyer. And get some air It happens every time. There's no question. Anyhow, this guy does this. So now they're coming after his family. He said his wife received the phone call. So he, he construes that. And I agree. It's threatening his family. Imagine your spouse picking up a voicemail that says, I'm going to depose you or make sure you're deposed if not dead. That's out of control. That is off the chart. We'll take a little break right here on the show. We'll come back with more straight ahead.
In the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee? 2020 was an incredible year. We've sold hundreds of houses. As a matter of fact, and thank you, you took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages of the marketing campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance, convenience and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys the leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars where the average agent only spends 250 to $500 a month. Go to LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130. Napa know-how. The only thing that may be faster than Napa driver Chase Elliott is the free Napa Racing Chase Elliott Caps. Get one free at a participating Napa Auto Parts store when you spend $25 or more. Score a free 28-cam backpack cooler with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One motor oil. Napa has Mobile One high mileage, truck and SUV, and full synthetic on sale for $26.99 for a five-quart jug. Sale price good through March 31st and supplies of Chase Elliott Caps are limited. Napa know-how. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show continues on this Monday. Gerard Gibbert, Rhino in the studio. Coming up at 11, 
After the break, we've got John White, the owner of Two Gun Tactical. John's going to give us his thoughts about the gun control legislation that is making its way through the United States Congress. How will that affect the demand and supply related to guns and ammo? And are people spending their STEMI checks on guns? I think they are. And then at 12, we've got Mississippi Outdoors Radio, so stay with us for that. So these days, you know, folks, you got to be woke. Everybody's woke. Everybody is worried about getting canceled. But more importantly, people just want to virtue signal and demonstrate their moral superiority by signing on to what they believe are good causes in the name of uh, morality and social justice. And they make up all kind of stuff. I don't even know what it means, half of it. I consider myself a reasonably intelligent person. But here's a soundbite we found on a college campus. These are some college students. Going around with this petition asking students if they would be willing to sign to boycott or ban Panda Express from campus due to cultural appropriation. Panda Express. Will students sign this petition? Let's find out. When we talk about cultural appropriation, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Doing things that are known in other cultures and not giving them credit or making fun of it. I think about like people like wearing outfits that they shouldn't or uh, borrowing from cultures in an inappropriate way. So I'm a dancer, so the first thing that comes to mind is like... Um, white choreographers using um, African dancing and then not giving them proper credit or finding that they huh? are more successful when they're doing the same thing as um, black choreographers. I'm Jewish and like the first thing that comes to mind is like we don't have equal representation across like anywhere you know. You get Christmas off and I've never gotten any of my holidays off and I've had to plea with professors in the past to be able to just go to temple so. Um, I would think like sports wise um, because of like chiefs and braves and like um, Native Americans, I took a, a um, sports class and they talked a lot about that. And even if it's good things like braves and stuff like that, that they, they want it to be their own and not like shown for profit and that sort of stuff. So speaking of borrowing from cultures, do you guys think it's okay to borrow some elements from another person's culture for personal gain? Maybe like restaurants using it or like mascots of like certain sports teams? <laughs> Absolutely not. At FSU the Seminoles, they really shouldn't be, you know, glamorizing any sort of, you know, tribal tributes or anything. Oh, don't glamorize them. About any kind of history. <laughs> we basically stole land from a bunch of, you know, Indians, so you shouldn't be glamorizing it in any sort of way. I think it's okay, and I think that's how people learn to grow, but I think if you don't give proper recognition or you do it in a disrespectful way, that's when you start appropriating instead of borrowing. No, I feel like it's their own. It's like just because I, I don't have that sort of culture doesn't mean I should be able to use it just because I want to make money off of it because the NFL makes millions of dollars worth of money off of those sort of names and the reason why they don't want to change them is because they would lose their money. They would lose like their loyal customers. I think that's definitely a no. I mean, when it's used for like monetary reasons, like I don't think it's almost ever done in appreciation. I would say it's a no, but for names like that, or like the Kansas Chiefs, like 
I would kind of go back to like the history and, and see like why they named it that. So we're going around with petitions today. Um, you know, there's a Panda Express and the Rights Union and our group kind of sees this as cultural appropriation because it's not really representative of their actual culture and the food is very Americanized um, and just the way that they present it, even the logo, like the Panda, it's kind of like cultural appropriation and just so in an effort to protect our Asian ex-community members here at the university, um, we're asking if students would be willing to sign this pledge. Sure. Maybe even try to remove it from campus. Sure. Just, yeah, let's yeah, get rid of Panda Express. I mean, I feel bad. <laughs> Why is that? I just got Panda Express. <laughs> what <would> you- <laughs> so, the story is that... I feel bad. I just had Panda Express. <laughs> the story is there was one person that they, the uh, interviewer approached there that was literally eating Panda Express and had to move <laughs> to the side. But they... Well, I mean, so the reason was they Americanized it? Well, first, Rhino, you being a much wiser person than me, what in the hell is cultural appropriation? What is that? Uh, it is the demonization of having a good time. <laughs> that I get. Because liberals hate fun. Oh, they, yeah. They hate it. If you go to a Halloween party with a sombrero and a poncho and a big black mustache, then that is cultural appropriation because <laughs> you are not Hispanic American. You are not Mexicano. <laughs> if you go and buy a kimono, then don't even get into the whole white face paint geisha stuff. Just wearing a kimono in and of itself because it's a nice silk robe. That is cultural appropriation. You are not oh. Japanese. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't you it, dare eat that bratwurst. <laughs> your, last, your last name is nowhere near German. You're not from Berlin. <laughs> uh, it's just insane. We can't glamorize the Indians in Florida State. I thought the Seminoles said they loved it. Isn't that the, like the latest on that? And, the, and I know the Braves, because there's... Uh, at least one Indian, uh, maybe it's the Cherokee, which I think are indigenous to Georgia. Don't they, like, make the tomahawks or something and make a bunch of money? We don't want to make it millions, is that, one, is that one person said. My favorite line is, we stole the land from a bunch of Indians. <laughs> Not to be confused with a small group. A bunch. It was a bunch. Ugh. This is our college campuses. Amanda from Pike County is using the rainbow for the LGBT group cultural appropriation. Yes, the Care Bears are ticked off. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, I'm just going to make a statement here. This idea of the NFL, I guess, exploiting in some way, I don't exactly know how, but <laughs> leveraging cultural appropriation to make millions. You're a racist. Because almost 70% of the players in the NFL, they're from marginalized populations, i.e. they're black. Imagine that. What is the hell is that contract Dak Prescott? Who's a great athlete? I'm glad he got it. Give all the money you can. That's capitalism. I love it. But this contract's gigantic. I think I did the math on that. It's 80000 bucks a pass. Suppose I'm wrong. It's fifty. Okay, it's $50,000 a pass. It, it's crazy. You're right, though. It's because they hate fun. 
That is exactly it. it. They're embarrassed to have fun. They're embarrassed they might be enjoying food from Panda Express, which is good food and it's cheap. You want volume? You go to Panda Express. I wish we had them in Mississippi. I don't know. Do we have any in Mississippi? I'm not aware of one in a mall somewhere. I don't think we have any standalones. The, they don't even know. Y'all, sure, I'll sign up. They don't, what are they signing up for? To ban the Panda Express from being in the union? Unbelievable. It's just incredible. I, I, I can't. I'm flabbergasted when I heard that. Oh, man. I got to calm down on that. I'm going <laughs> to. Jim from Ripley. I didn't realize the Native Americans were from India. <laughs> Chris from Oxford says, All right. Thank you, Chris. There's a Panda Express in Tupelo. You going to boycott it? Are you ah, bo- there's a standalone Panda Express on 98 West in Hattiesburg. Uh, okay. Well, I'm I'm getting. And one in Flowood. I, and one in Starkville. I, okay. My bad, folks. I don't get out enough, I reckon. I didn't know there was one in Flowood. I tend to frequent the, the locally owned Chinese establishments more I, than the chains. I do, too. But I have eaten at Panda Express before. I think mostly in Texas when I'm out there. Good old sugar chicken on rice. <laughs> sugar chicken, that's your favorite dish. Huh? Well, that's pretty much all of them, right? Yeah. At, 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 at a Panda Express, you that's have like four or right. five different ones, and it's they all, all the same sweet. stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's cool. There's a standalone Panda Express on Lakeland in front of Lowe's. Matt, appreciate that. One in Starkville and Flowood. Got it. I think that's the same one, Flowood. Tupelo has one. Uh, got it. Appreciate it. I didn't know that. I'm, man... Uh, I'm being awakened not to be confused with woke. I just want to make that clear. You weren't you were awakened in the middle of the night when your shelf crashed, not woke. These people on this college campus that, that we just played, baby, they are woke. We should all follow their lead. They might need a nap. They're too woke. <laughs> we got a break right here. We'll come back with more talk on the JT show. Please stay with us. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a deal. 
Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Some want to call it a crisis, and others say it isn't. But Mississippi Congressman Trent Kelly says what's happening at the border will become a health crisis. They're letting them out on catch and release, and you know, you have to get a COVID negative test or be vaccinated to come back into the United States via air travel, but they're not even testing the folks and they're letting them loose into our communities to spread. And Mississippi Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith says it's frustrating that there was zero input from Republicans on the last relief bill. We sent 10 Republicans down to the White House to visit with him on that. You talk about lip service in its finest form. He was. They were very nice, very cordial, and the ten came back to the Senate saying, "Oh, that went so well. Zero happened from that meeting. I mean, we're talking about nothing." For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Happy New Year from Keep Mississippi Beautiful. This is the time to plan ahead and set our goals for the future. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our Great American Cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. 
From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, you'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, you'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Mondays at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. everyone the jt show on this monday gerard and rhino all right folks we got a little bit more wokeness here for you just a reminder that whiteness can still be the culprit even if a hate crime is committed by another minority white supremacy has many mouthpieces don't underestimate that there you go it's just by default i'm gonna tell you right now folks i'm gonna tell you This leftist indoctrination, which has at its core the notion that this nation was built upon racism and white supremacy and it's inherently evil and wicked and irredeemable, that is permeating our schools. At an alarming rate, I now consider it the number one threat to this country. It's certainly a national security threat. No question about it. When you look at the Anchorage meeting with China and how embarrassing that was for the U.S. Ridiculous. If you don't know about that, folks, the Chinese diplomats basically schooled our Secretary of State. By repeating words that Biden has uttered from his own mouth denouncing the country. Yep. And what they do, as you know, is go back to their country and say, see, see, that democracy doesn't work. See how crazy it is? And make no mistake that they have broadcast the images, the video, the footage of our president stumbling three times going up the steps to Air Force One, and I just got to believe the narrative that they promote is that, see those silly Americans in their democracy? Look who they voted for as their leader. Look who they elected. Someone that can't walk up the steps. I would say it wouldn't even be as bad if they hadn't come out and tried to say it was the wind. The wind, which is just more lies on top of the lies. Right. It was QAnon. They did it. They have giant wind machines. Everything's queuing on. But you have seen the the funny video that was tweeted out and spread around social media of Donald Trump swinging the golf club and the golf ball hits President Biden and makes him fall over. I know not only have, but one of my golf buddies shared it with me while I was playing golf. 
Yes, I have. Well, here's a headline for you. Parody video showing Trump knocking Biden down Air Force One stairs could lead to assassination, in all caps attempt. Oh, my gosh. According to MSNBC analyst. <sighs> so Snoop Dogg with the Trump dummy and the gun and the music video is totally fine, but a funny video of Trump hitting a golf ball and it knocking Biden down Air Force One stairs, that could attempt assassinations. Sedition. By the way, Gary in the Berg says, Hollywood appropriates us rednecks all the time in movies. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, I think that's true to a great extent. Let's see. I said something else here I wanted to get to. Ricky and Jackson says, no Cinco de Mayo? We're going to get rid of that? Is that cultural appropriation? You know, oh, yeah, the they've day, been attacking that for years. The day we flood into the Mexican restaurants and spend money on, like, gazillions of Coronas and Dos Equis and margaritas and burritos and the like. Oh, I'm sure the, the Mexican-Americans, whatever they are, they're Americans. If you ask them, they tell you we're Americans. But, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be, I'm, I'm trying to be respectful here. They tell you they're Americans, and they are. If they're citizens, they're Americans. What if you ask them about whether or not they'd want to cancel what is likely their biggest day of the year? And you know what? It goes back to your point. Because we're having fun. Typically, the weather's nice. The place inside is overflowing. To the outside, folks are sitting out and about. Enjoying themselves. Can't do that. Cultural appropriation. Amanda from Pike County. I was going to make tacos tonight, but I guess i got to rethink my supper plan. <laughs> Tomorrow, Amanda, it's Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Richie from Burnsville says, regarding the Trump parody, where he's taking wax at the golf ball, and it shows the ball coming out of nowhere, and hitting Joe Biden in the back of the head. He says it is funny. It is funny. It's all in good fun. If if something... Remember when uh, the president, Trump, at the time, he kind of walked a little gingerly down the steps. Rampgate. And then, of course, he had to use both hands to take a sip of water. But as I recall, it's because he held his hand in salute for about two hours at West Point. Andy and Jackson says, give Uncle Joe a break. He may have been distracted chewing gum while climbing the stairs. You know, I said the other day, uh, Rhino, in your absence, because this broke when Will and I were on the air about that time. Because it's like midday. Oh, yeah. And... It, it kind of saddened me, honestly, to see a, a man so frail, because he just looks frail. He just does. Physically just looks frail. And we're all headed in that direction. Uh, if, if God spares us and we're able to live a, a full, long life, I hope I get to the point where I'm so old I'm frail. I pray for that day. But I also hope that I have the wisdom and just the ability to reason with logic that maybe it's time for me to step aside. But his party didn't do that. 
And I would say more importantly, his spouse didn't do that. She didn't. She should have advised. But Clyburn revived him because he was he was doomed on the campaign trail. And Clyburn in South Carolina re- revived him for his own personal gain. Make no mistake about it. Oh, man. Jerry in Waynesboro says, all my guns have been moved upstairs so Biden can't get to them. Yeah, I've seen... You've seen the memes running around with a gun at the top of the stairs. I've also seen people now, they're sharing images, video, etc., of other notable politicians who tripped or who fell on stairs. Gerald Ford is the one that everybody remembers. Oh, yeah, he flat out busted it. Big time on his butt, going down the stairs. I think the difference is he truly slipped. This wasn't a slip, in my opinion, just my observation. When Biden was going up the stairs, it didn't appear to me that he slipped. For one, if you've noticed in the Air Forces, I think even has discussed this, the risers are not as high as they used to be to make it easier to climb the stairs and go down the stairs. And the landing surface... You notice it's also carpet, and this carpet is supposed to be a non-slid type material. I don't think he slipped. I, I think it literally is a function of of just strength, of the lack thereof. And then three times, you don't slip three times. That's just done because you know if you slip one time, and and you gather yourself, compose yourself, you're going to be extremely careful. Wouldn't you agree for the for the rest of the walk? That wasn't the case here. So, again, if it's a matter of physical strength and frailty, look, I I hate it, honestly. I, I don't like seeing that with respect to anybody. On the other hand, well, then you shouldn't be in the position of being president of the United States. That's the issue. That's the issue. I don't have any personal disdain or contempt for him and... And as a Christian, I hope I don't for anybody. I'm not perfect. I'm flawed. I hope I don't harbor any hate. But I will say this. I hate his policies. I don't think that I'm violating my Christian principles in doing so because I think they're harmful. I think they hurt people. I think they hurt the country, hurt the world. So I'm not going to back off on that. But watching that... I just hope when I get to that age where I'm that frail, if I do get to that age where I'm that frail, that I have people around me that are smart enough to not blame it on the wind. That's just terrible. That's ridiculous. It wasn't a freaking hurricane, so you can't blame it on the wind. I don't care who he is. Wind, that's just... And he felt... He didn't fall like sideways as you would expect a wind that would affect that walk up the stairs. He fell straight. So that was just a big hoax, big lie. And then the media wonders why why Trump calls him fake news. Because you earned it. We'll take a break right here. Final segment, first hour, coming right back.
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Xmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Xmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Xmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. This is the opening agri-market report. It's the open of the New York Cotton Exchange. May cotton was up 39 to 85.05. July cotton was up 32 to 86.04. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade. May soybeans were down three and a quarter to 14.13 per bushel. July soybeans were down one and three quarters to 14.01 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was down seven cents to 5.50 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was down five and three quarters to 5.33 per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was up 67 to 119.35. August live cattle was up 60 to 118.37. May feeders up 150 to 146.17. August feeders up 57 to 155.50. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 45 points to 32,673. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. I've been farming my whole life. I don't need somebody to come out here and state the obvious. I don't need anybody to explain my farm to me. My local co-op works with CHS, and they know what I need when I need it. A global network of support. Local expertise. And valuable market options. We need a co-op that's here for us. So we can own every day. When you're an owner of a local cooperative connected to CHS, you get local expertise, a proven efficient supply chain, and global market access. Learn more at cooperativeownership.com. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on Hybid.com. Hybid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. Hybid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search, and it's easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to Hybid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. 
Piano here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi on this Monday. On the ceasefire text line, Jim from Ripley says, it was obvious that he was trying to look spry and just couldn't pull it off. I, I think I agree with you on that, Jim. It it did look like he was trying to be, uh, I guess, kind of proud in his stature, if you will, sort of standing upright like you're taught and poke your chest out, shoulders back, but just couldn't handle it. And again, it's concerning to me as an American that that he might be, and I think there's no, I don't even think there's any dispute about it. Well, of course there is from the left, but I think any reasonable thinking person can see with their own eyes there's an issue there. There's a mental acuity issue, and there is a physical condition issue. I don't think there's any question. Yet all we heard when Trump was president is how he was mentally unfit and had all sorts of of, uh, other sorts of ailments that would make him unfit to be the president. We heard that over and over again. So I I agree with you. The duplicitous nature of the Democrats is what is really infuriating. There's no question. Refusal to acknowledge and accept what appears is empirical fact. I don't see how they can do it. So uh, Johnny in West Point says that just proves even more how frail and how weak he is. I assume, Johnny, you're talking about his falling uh, as he was heading up the stairs to Air Force One. Like well and Supply says, he didn't get hit by a Volvo. <laughs> the Volvos won't hit you anymore. They got all them sensors and stuff. That commercial they have, you seen that one? It's so weird with the couple and they had twins and they're about to back out and there's an oncoming vehicle on the road. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, and the and the car stop the, the Volvo as it's backing out stops abruptly on its own because there's an oncoming vehicle that the driver did not see. It's just weird. Uh, I just hope and pray he makes it through on the ceasefire text line. The message here is term because the vice president we're prop would probably be the most radical agenda we have ever seen. This is Lance. Yeah, that's a that's a concern. Oh, okay. So Johnny in West Point says the wind knocking one down would prove even more how frail and weak he is. Yeah, unless it's, as Rhino said, hurricane wind, really strong winds, right? Which I think is where the Volvo joke came from. Yeah. That's, that's Ron White. Yeah, got you. I get it now. It's not that the wind is blowing. It's what 
the wind is blowing. Gotcha. I've been awakened, not to be confused with woke. We are not woke on the show here, are we? However, our friends at Hasbro, you know, the toy maker, whew, they're the Mr. Potato Head guys. Are they ever woke or what? The latest from Hasbro. The game Monopoly. You're familiar with that, aren't you? Our listeners, certainly you guys played Monopoly. It's getting a makeover. Socially conscious Monopoly now, baby. (sighs) Hasbro announced it. It will change all 16 of Monopoly's community chess cards to remove outdated concepts. The company said the classic versions of the cards, which included prompts referencing beauty contests and holiday funds, were, quote, long overdue for a refresh, end quote. New community chess cards will focus on topics that emphasize, quote, community, unquote. It sounds so friendly, so innocuous, so virtuous, so noble. It's not. It's where communism comes from. It's just a virtue signaling Hail Mary from a dying board game maker. It's true. It's true. When's the last time you pulled out the board games? When you didn't have a power outage. I mean, that that's the only thing they're in the closet for is when the power is out. Very true. Well, we're, we're electronic game obsessed now. I mean, this is also, it's not the first time they've tried this crap. I mean, you remember a few years back, they're like, all right, we're getting rid of the cash. We're going to credit cards for Monopoly, and you got to swipe the card <laughs> on the game. And, like, that really made the sales go through the roof. Like, this is really going to make the sales go through the roof. Everybody already has a copy of Monopoly. You're not going to sell more copies of this game, people. Give it up. All right, so get this before we go to break. <laughs> they uh, asked the public to vote on replacements with rewards for in-game actions such as rescuing a puppy or shopping local among the options. Other cards would penalize players for forgetting to recycle or blasting music too late at night. (laughs) That's great. we got to take a break right here. Top of the hour means it's time for the news. When we come back, we've got John White, owner of Two Gun Tactical. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. It's reported that hundreds of migrant children are being held in Border Patrol custody for days longer than allowed. Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar has released photos of overcrowded conditions at a CBP facility in Donna, Texas. More than 800 unaccompanied minors have spent more than 10 days in custody of Customs and Border Patrol, according to documents obtained by Axios. Current law requires children to be processed within 72 hours. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, a Republican congressman accused of sexual misconduct, says he will not run for re-election next year. 
Representative Tom Reed of Western New York apologizing to his wife, kids, and Nicolette Davis, who last week said he drunkenly rubbed the former lobbyist's back and thigh and unhooked her bra in 2017 at a Minneapolis bar. Reed had been considered a challenger to New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who's facing calls to resign after being accused by multiple women of sexual harassment. Fox's Lillian Wu. America's listening to Fox News. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you. I got my son back. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A pharmacy owner on the coast recently pled guilty to price-gouging medical facilities for PPE at the onset of the pandemic. As part of a plea agreement, his inventory has been turned over to A.G. Len Fitch. Nearly 500,000 items, including N95 masks, surgical masks, gloves, face shields, and more. We're turning this PPE back to the men and women who have sacrificed so much for us during this pandemic. Health centers, law enforcement, and fire department. Kenneth Ritchie was also ordered to pay in restitution. The Department of Health is reporting under 100 new cases of COVID and no additional deaths. To date, 6,956 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. On a positive note, Mississippi is headed for a major milestone as nearly 1 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine have been administered across the state. I'm Kelly Bennett. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. Okay, my name's not Smokey, and I'm certainly not a bear. But I do come bearing an important message regarding wildfires. If it's a windy day, don't burn. And make sure you're not under a burn ban. Because like the slogan says, only you can prevent wildfires. I know, it sounds better when he says it. So pretend it came from a big furry bear in a ranger hat. And visit msforestry.com for more wildfire prevention tips. A message from the Mississippi Forestry Commission through a grant from the USDA Forest Service. Bipartisanship promised by the Biden administration isn't happening. Democrats approved the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan on their own in the Senate through the special budget reconciliation process. Despite that, Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith says she's willing to work with Democrats. We never steamrolled them just because we could. So uh, unless things change, which I sure hope that they will, you know, we're, we're not there yet. 
and uh, we're talking about some dangerous policies. She went on to say we'll never be able to pay the interest on that legislation. A bill in Congress aims to help businesses that employ members of the National Guard Reserve. Mississippi Congressman Stephen Palazzo and Ohio Congressman Tim Ryan introduced the legislation which would provide a tax credit to businesses who hire and retain these soldiers. Palazzo said the Guard is always ready to spring into action to serve others, but when they do, they have to pause their primary work. This bill will help those employers. I'm Kelly Bennett. Confidence. Peace of mind. A way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to miss. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Everyone, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi continues. Gerard Gibbert, Rhino in the studio. Don't forget, Twilight Concerts series uh, begin on April 24th. Concerts finally coming back to Mississippi Saturday, April 24th at the Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. You can catch the Almond Betts Band, Cedric Burnside, and more as they take the stage for the Twilight Concert Series. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or by visiting Ardenland.net. Joining us now in the studio, Mr. John White, the owner of Two Gun Tactical. Morning, John. Good morning, Gerard. How are you? Doing great. Thanks so much for coming in the studio. I wanted to have you uh, come in today and give us your thoughts about this gun control legislation that is uh, kind of making its way through the U.S. Congress. It just seems like the, the Democrats are bound and determined, it feels like, to eliminate, confiscate every gun and do away with the Second Amendment. Yeah, and I don't understand that at all, uh, especially when, you know, there 65% of Democrats own firearms. Wow. And over 50% have owned firearms for 10 years. So uh, that, to me, that's just a, a sneaky way to take our Second Amendment uh, right away, and uh, the the people with the guns have the power, so it keeps them in power. It just seems like that society at large always pays the price for <clears throat> a sliver of the population 
and I mean a minute sliver, who are just fools and and have some issues that cause them to act in a violent way, I just don't see how this has anything to do with guns and the Second Amendment. And if you look in particular at the legislation that they're proposing, I believe it's passed the House, making its way over to the Senate, I don't really see how that changes anything. I mean, if somebody is bound and determined to go commit some sort of heinous gun crime, I believe they're going to figure out a way to do it. Background checks or laws, you, you can't legislate that. That's right. The good guys are, are the ones that come and buy legal firearms and get training and, and do it legally with background checks. They're not the ones that are out there committing these crimes. You know, less than 1% of all crimes in America – uh, that that happen or happen with legal guns. So the rest of it's illegal firearms that are out there. And you got to believe the more you try to legislate the legal ownership and transfer and and acquisition of firearms, the more you try to the, the harder you make that. I I believe that energizes the underground market even more. A- absolutely, especially when they're saying they want a, a background check to to sell. An individual to sell a firearm to another individual, that just lets start people buying guns from individuals. And individuals that have a lot of firearms that uh, or a few firearms they want to get rid of, they're getting rid of them now before this, this background check thing comes in. What are you hearing about this, uh, John? Do you, do you think this thing has a chance in the Senate? I believe it would require 60 votes as it stands right now. Uh, do you believe that there is, uh, I guess, an appetite for that. It, it, it would require all of the Democrats and and uh, ten Republicans to peel off. Do you feel like the Republicans are standing pat on their support for the Second Amendment? I hope so. I, I think so. I think our Republicans are going to stand by on the Second Amendment. They they understand that it, it's not the good guys with the gun that that commits the crime. Uh, so. I'm looking for it to to stay like it is. I don't think it's going to go through. Yeah. In your crystal ball, John, do you see anything that might be coming down the pike to help protect society against these these crazy sorts of uh, mass killings? Like we saw, what, last week in Atlanta, that that individual just seems to have mental problems, as I, as I believe is the case with almost all these people that commit these ridiculous mass shootings it's it's not i don't know if you could even call them hate crimes i just think they've got some sort of short circuit in the brain is do you see anything coming that might help us protect and perhaps warn against that i i see a lot of training happening right now Uh, our classes are full a month in advance from from basic pistol for people just never fired a firearm to those that want more advanced training uh and that that's what I see coming. I, I see people that kind of like myself. Five years ago, I was I was comfortable with a firearm, maybe in my truck, mm-hmm. uh, maybe close by. But now everybody knows that that they need to they need to push up their training and they need to be able to protect themselves. Uh, especially when you look at things today, you know, uh, firearms are used eighty more times in to to protect a life than they are to take one. So. Hmm. 
Yeah, a couple hundred thousand times a year, people pull a firearm and don't use it, but it stops the crime. You've got to put that into play somewhere. And wasn't that kind of the underlying intent of the Second Amendment anyhow, to, to for people to protect themselves? That's exactly right. I, and I think it goes further than that. I think when they said the First Amendment was freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of press, then they said, well, how are we going to protect those freedoms? And right. somebody said, we got to have guns. So that was the number number two thing on their mind there. Yeah. And I don't know, it just seems like the more government tries to, to get involved in this sort of, uh, with some sort of moral objective, they always mess things up. Whether it's the war on drugs or the war on poverty and the war on guns, it just makes things worse when they get involved and try to do that. Yeah, well, you take any process that the government has taken over and see if they've been successful with it, and they haven't. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's disturbing uh, to see the power grab and the uh, the attempt to advance this legislation through, and I, and I know this is high on their list, unfortunately. Tell us about uh, John, the demand and supply of guns and ammo. How how's that looking right now? Well, they're a little bit uh, they're getting a little bit easier to find than they were four or five months ago. Uh, we we're seeing ammunition come around in bigger uh, bigger orders in bulk. But the demand for firearms is skyrocketed. We have people coming in, and, and I mean young people, old people, different races, different ethnicities, uh, from different backgrounds. Everybody's saying, hey, we need a firearm to protect ourselves. And, and they're exactly right. You wonder, John, when you see this continuous play of video uh, on all of our news media showing all the unrest and chaos in our streets, haven't seen it as much, thank God, in Mississippi, but certainly uh, across the landscape of America's suburban areas and larger cities. How much does that influence, I wonder, people that say, I better go get something to protect myself here? It absolutely affects people. Uh, with this unrest that has been going on in our society, uh, w- with COVID uh, and other things, the, the change uh, from a Republican president to a Democratic president, our gun sales have been sky high. Uh, we last Starting last Thursday, we've had three record days at Two Gun Tactical, wow. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, on gun sales, ammunition, as well as, as training. Do you feel like you're benefiting from this uh, extra money they're throwing at people? All the stimulus money? Yes, yes. We 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 have people come in and they'll tell you, "Hey, I got a check for X amount, and this is what I'm going to spend today." So think about that. You got the same party who who really went to the wall to make sure they got this money out to people is the same one that's trying to stop really the free sale and the free exchange of firearms. And they send his money out, which causes people to go buy guns. Yeah, and, and lots of them. <laughs> uh, lots of them. That, that is, I think that's just par for the course there when you look at government and their, and their unintended consequences, as they say, and their sort of misguided goals. Okay, we got to get all this money out, but we got to stop the sale of guns, and we got to make it harder to obtain one. And all they do is go out and take the money, and just as you're saying, John, your demand is off the chart. Yeah, and those are legal firearms too. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's a good thing. You know, ninety three percent of of guns used in crimes are obtained illegally. Uh, so why aren't we going after the criminals instead of going after uh, people like us that that have bought a firearm legally, that that are carrying it legally, got our permits legally? It's just making it harder for us in the gun business to sell a a an American 
uh, a firearm. Unbelievable. And, yep. and certainly, if you're defunding law enforcement, that kind of dilutes your ability to go uh, really do something effective against the illegal trade of guns. That, that, that's another thing that kind of conflicts. Yeah, absolutely. You know, how are you going to defund the police? And if you do, who's going to protect you? Makes no sense. No. Makes none whatsoever. So you you got what about ammo? I know you you touched on that a second, but I, I'm hearing from a lot of folks that ammo is still kind of hard to come by. Is that true? It's getting better. It is. It's getting better. So we had a, a huge shipment come in the other day. We had a hundred thousand rounds of nine millimeter come in, wow. which is really good for yeah. us. We're still short on some. Uh, they're catching up. We, we're seeing it pop up. It's not at the prices it used to be, uh, but it it is coming back around. Well, appreciate you coming in today, John. Thanks right, a lot. Thank you, Gerard. John White, owner of Two Gun Tactical, giving us the rundown on guns and ammo. Sounds like you better get out there and, and buy some. The demand is hot. We'll be right back here on the JT Show. Stay with us. Ready or not, here comes the boys from the side. Here comes the ready or not. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan. Be a player. Be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans. We're here to play. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash covid Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. 
When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on, come on. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more. takes a part of me. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, continues. Monday, March the 22nd, Gerard and Rhino in the studio. So Carolyn Starkville on the C Spire text line says, people recognize tyranny in the making from their government. It sure does seem like it. It sure does seem like it. Reckon how many lives will be lost if they try to take people's guns. They will kill me before they take mine. That on the ceasefire text line. I think a lot of people feel that way, and you don't want to see any kind of conflict, any kind of violence, any kind of bloodshed. You just need to stay the heck out of the way, government. We got plenty of dead gum gun laws, maybe too many. You're not going to solve the problem. These people that commit these heinous gun crimes, they got a short circuit upstairs. There's no question about it. And I remain hopeful that somehow we figure out a way to identify those people before they commit those crimes and then help them fix the short circuit. As uh, Dr. Friedman from MASH, my, one of my favorite shows, as we've talked about before, Sydney used to say, need to chase the cobwebs out of the head. And that's, I think that's true. But can you not, almost in every one of these cases, trace some sort of form of mental illness involved? In every one of them. You have to be. Yeah, you've got to have a mental deficiency to open fire on unsuspecting civilians. Especially in a public place in mass. You're sick. Crazy. And if you think you're going to come up with some sort of legislation to prevent those people from obtaining weapons to commit those crimes. They tried that in the 90s. That's right. Called the 94 Crime Bill, written by Joe Biden himself. Correct. Which is now considered racist, even though they won't hang that albatross on his neck. Hmm. Mm Mm-mm-mm. John from Osaka, ladies and gentlemen, take my advice. Pull down your pants and slide on the ice. That from Dr. Sidney Freeman in MASH. <laughs> that was John from Osaka sending that to us. 
Uh, Thomas Suffram in Greenwood says they aren't going to take guns. You'll gladly turn them in to remove all, remove the seizure on all your assets they place on them one random day once they outlaw them. But I still don't see them outlawing them. Hmm. So you see this image from Jerry in Waynesboro about UFOs? Oh, yeah. If you remember the second stimulus bill that was signed by President Trump that had all the keep the government open crap tacked onto it. Yep. I think it was Rubio that snuck it in there and put a 180-day deadline on the federal government and all the spy agencies telling us what they know about UFOs. Right. And some of the information apparently is leaking out of the report that is set to come out 1st of June. And so this is uh, from the Twitter feed of Breaking 911. A lot of people subscribe to that. Yeah, that's a bit iffy, but there are others talking about it. Like, the New York Post is a little less iffy than Breaking 911, and they've got an article about it with remarks from Navy pilots and Pentagon officials and that kind of fun stuff. So does it say, are are they reporting the same as 911, breaking 911 here? Is that UFOs broke the sound barrier without a sonic boom? Are they reporting that? That's not quoted in the article, but they do have uh, quotes like, we have things flying over our military bases in places where we are conducting military exercises, and we don't know what it is, and it isn't ours. Wow. Gee whiz. So... Uh, also saying they're performing moves. This is what the breaking 911 story says, that these objects, these UFOs, are performing moves humans don't have the technology for. Interesting. That, they're, they're reporting, is from former director of national intelligence, DNI, John Ratcliffe. Yeah, and this one, Ratcliffe says, the sightings which have been reported across the globe extend beyond, quote, just a pilot or just a satellite or some intelligence collection. Well, that's and, fascinating. Quote, Usually we have multiple sensors that are picking up these things. Some of these are unexplained phenomena, and there's actually quite a few more than that have been made public. I do not fret, however, my young friend, because we've got President Joe Biden on duty. He'll he can't take handle care of the this. 14-year-old aliens at the border. <laughs> Speaking of which... Have you seen the latest images? They're they're heart-wrenching. Oh, that's humane, though. Folks, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but the latest images coming from the border show children and just others detained. It's pretty much all children. They're just taking the children children. and sending the adults away. Yeah, just letting them out now and not even... Requiring a court date to come back, just dispersing into society. That even, that's not even what I saw. I saw a story of it was a 14 year old kid in the corner crying because they had traveled to the border with their grandmother. The kid's parents are apparently already in America. I don't know whether they were legal or illegal, but the kid traveled with a grandparent to the border. They took the kid, sent the grandmother back to Mexico. Hmm. So, could you not? ascribe and assign, I should say, blame to the president for a lot of this. He's inviting them. He's rolled out the red carpet. Come one, come all. So I they, just find it mind-boggling that under the Obama administration, you had a border crisis 
So they built facilities to detain minors. And then under Trump, it was kids in cages with photo ops and parking lots for AOC and all the rest. And now it's back under Biden, and it's not a crisis. We're just going to spend $86 million of your tax dollars to put them up in hotels. Right. That's the latest story. We're shipping them all over the country using taxpayer money and putting them in hotels using taxpayer money. But we're also detaining them, housing them, in in what I would call relatively inhumane conditions. Though all we hear out of Jen Circleback Saki, you don't hear from the president because he doesn't talk. He doesn't get questions. He says he might go to the border at some point, but he has no definitive schedule plan for that today. But Jen Psaki says... According nope. to the rules of Orange Man Bad, that makes him racist against Mexicans. Ah, I see. that. Well, that explains it. If Thank Trump you. had said, no, I'll get there when I get there, Correct. he'd have been racist. No question about it. He's inhumane. Doesn't care. So Psaki says, nope, not a crisis, still just a challenge. She slipped the other day in one of her press conferences when she was questioned about it. Nope, just a challenge, not not a crisis, but constantly uses the statement, invokes the statement that the Biden administration is employing a much less inhumane approach to dealing with the situation, the border crossings, than the previous administration. They were just inhumane. And, of course, Trump spoke up. He said, you know, we had a pretty good thing going there. It was smooth. And all of a sudden, they have basically torn all those policies down, discontinued building of the wall, and invited anybody, everybody, just to come on in. And who picks up on that? The drug cartels. And they're making a fortune. It's Again, it's another situation where the opposite outcome of what they aspire to, of what they preach would be achieved with their policies. That's exactly what's occurring. It's the it's the complete counter opposite result. It is uh it's terrible. Biden just concocting an excuse to not hold a press conference that on the ceasefire text line. Do, uh, do not the states have to ratify constitutional change? Yeah, I'm not sure what the, what that's referring to. So we are going to house illegals in hotel rooms, but our National Guard at Washington, D.C. for the last several months have been sleeping in parking garages. This is from Angie and Tupelo. Yeah, there there's so many hypocritical conflicts Angie, I, I agree with you. It's you, you could just make a list of them, how crazy it is. We, we seem to be more concerned about people that aren't citizens of this country than we are people that, that are citizens. Our, our vets is another example of that, whom I think need more attention. But this is all upside down. We are all pawns in the Democrat hands. That from Carol and Starkville. There's a lot of truth to that, and that's what's so disturbing. They wasted no time pushing through their radical agenda, and very first day, Joe signed the executive order on immigration. We'll take a break. Come back. More coming at you on the JT Show. Stay with us.
family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Quality preschool, toddler, and infant care. Little Acorns Child Development Center. Now accepting applications for toddlers and infants. 601-965-5002. Little Acorns Child Development Center, 100 West Capitol Street in downtown Jackson at the Dr. A.H. McCoy Federal Building. We're accepting applications for both federal and non-federal children. You will go crazy for Little Acorns, where me, Sammy the Squirrel, will provide tons of fun, fun, fun. Here at Little Acorns, we provide developmentally appropriate curriculums, low staff-to-child ratios, degreed early childhood teachers in all rooms, delicious, healthy breakfast, lunch, and snacks. All teachers certified in infant and child CPR and pediatric first aid. Designated drop-off with health safety temperature screenings at our safe, secure, modern, and spacious facility. Call now for a spot for your Little Acorn today. 601-965-5002. Tell them Sammy. Turning 65 or new to Medicare? Get a $0 premium Medicare plan. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Humana can help making getting care more affordable with our $0 premium plans. You'll enjoy all the benefits you've come to expect and more. Your dollar already has enough to do. Helping you with the budget is only right. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent. The only thing that may be faster than Napa driver Chase Elliott is the free Napa Racing Chase Elliott caps. Get one free at a participating Napa Auto Parts store when you spend $25 or more. Score a free 28-cam backpack cooler with the purchase of 5 quarts of Mobile One motor oil. Napa has Mobile One high mileage, truck and SUV, and full synthetic on sale for $26.99 for a 5-quart jug. Sale price good through March 31st and supplies of Chase Elliott caps are limited. Napa know-how. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A pharmacy owner on the coast recently pled guilty to price-gouging medical facilities for PPE at the onset of the pandemic. As part of a plea agreement, his inventory has been turned over to A.G. Len Fitch. Nearly 500,000 items, including N95 masks, surgical masks, gloves, face shields, and more. We're turning this PPE back to the men and women who have sacrificed so much for us during this pandemic. Health Center law enforcement, and fire department. Kenneth Ritchie was also ordered to pay $60,000 in restitution. The Department of Health is reporting under 100 new cases of COVID and no additional deaths. To date, 6,956 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. On a positive note, Mississippi is headed for a major milestone as nearly 1 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine have been administered across the state. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Head into the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Seaspire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. It's so awesome! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Come on! Let's get on with the show! Yay. On Super Talk Mississippi. All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 I. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Monday. This on the C Spire text line, Lee the Mailman, question, the USPS, the United States Postal Service, is currently phasing out rural carriers using their personal vehicles to deliver mail to save money on mileage costs. I have no problems with that. What I don't understand is that uh, are issuing. Let's see, they are issuing brand new Mercedes vans to the carriers. Shouldn't the government be buying American vehicles to service a government agency? You know, I hear you, Lee. I think the taxpayers are entitled to the best value. That's what I think. If the best value is an American-made product, then that's what we should be buying. I do not think we should pay a premium. I've had this same situation with respect to within a state, purchasing procurement within a state. In in my business career, operating a business here in the state of Mississippi, I can't even count the tens, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars of business I lost to out-of-state firms because they just beat me. They had a, a, a better value proposition on a particular project. And I remember talking to Governor Fordyce about this. That's a long time ago. 
And there are some states that uh, Texas is one that don't have it anymore, but they used to assign a an additional premium to the price of an out-of-state vendor on a competitive project bid, competitive bid, RFP, et cetera, that would put the out-of-state vendors at a price disadvantage in the scoring methodology. And when I asked Governor Fordyce, I went and met with him about it because we were we were often losing to out-of-state vendors who really didn't care about making a profit in Mississippi. They were just trying to bump up their revenue because Mississippi didn't represent enough business to them to get to really make an investment in the state, just small, relatively speaking. And when I asked Governor Fordyce about it, he said, well, I'm concerned that other states, about perhaps instituting that same sort of premium methodology and assigning a higher cost by some percentage or a lower cost to an in-state vendor, higher cost to an out-of-state vendor. He said he was concerned that that might hurt in-state vendors in their sales to other states. And and that was kind of the end of that discussion. Yet I tried to explain other states, some other states, not all, but some other states have that sort of mechanism in place. But he wouldn't hear it. But so I guess that, you know, he says the Jeep Wrangler, this is from uh, Lee the Mailman, works great and much cheaper. So I would say in that case, Lee, that the the issue there is with the procurement process, the procurement process. So the procurement process should include some sort of scoring mechanism that would score the Jeep, if that's the case, and I'm trusting you on that, I don't know, that would score the Jeep higher than the Mercedes competitive product, and therefore it would win the bid. That's the way it ought to work. So, of course, there are, keep in mind, there are Mercedes manufacturing plants all over the United States. In fact, they were one of my customers, the one over around Tuscaloosa was one of our big customers, a cybersecurity customer. That being ago. said, the vans they're talking about, the Mercedes Metris van, yeah, it's produced, manufactured, all that in Germany, shipped to America, and assembled in America. Okay. So, but it's not made from the ground up in America. And, you know, both President Trump and Biden have indicated their, as part of their America First policy, and that could take many shapes and forms. That doesn't necessarily mean procurement or refer to procurement at the federal level. I can assure you the federal government is way more concerned about the race and ethnicity of the seller than they are the price. I promise. I've personally witnessed that numerous times. And I had to uh, serve as a subcontractor to a subcontractor to a subcontractor to a contractor. And all those subcontractors in between and the prime contractor had no capabilities to deliver the solution we did. So they'd subcontract it to us. But that's after three or four layers of sort of skimming off the off the uh, procurement price to make sure that all that money was 
was uh, distributed the procurement money, the procurement funds from the taxpayers to all of these businesses that met all of the minority participation standards. That's, that's the way it works. And it works that way across this country. So that's when I, I take exception to those who say, well, the deck is stacked and there's privilege. Yeah, the privilege from a procurement perspective is against uh, those who are not defined and registered as minority business enterprises. There's no question about that. I've personally been involved in that. I was doing a little more that. digging on the uh, the Postal Service yeah. vehicle, and it looks like the Mercedes are going to be about 10% of the fleet. And there was an announcement about a month ago that Oshkosh Defense has been awarded the contract for design and manufacture of the next-generation delivery vehicle, which will replace the Grumman Long Life vehicle. And they're expecting uh, 165,000 of those. Okay. Compared to the ten, fifteen thousand Mercedes they're expecting. Again, I would say me, thirty thousand. To me, what's fair is is that the specifications for what that vehicle should meet and should satisfy that those should be drafted and included in an RFP. They should not be built. And designed in such a way that it it very narrowly favors one particular vendor, uh, unless it's just absolutely a requirement that whatever certain unique feature a particular vehicle has is just necessary. And I don't know. I'm not that close to it. But in general, that's the way that ought to work. And, and the yeah, it looks like it was a purported $5 billion contract, and the bidders as of 2016 were six suppliers. AM General, there you go. Carson, Mahindra, Oshkosh, and Utilimaster. Okay. And then a joint venture involving Workhorse and VT Hackney. So somebody wins. Oshkosh looks like it won. All right. That works for me. The Mercedes vans are rear-wheel drive, and the engine is in the front. Very poor traction. Had to be pulled away from several mailboxes during the ice and snow. That from Bruce and DeKalb. Yeah, again, I, I, I would only say that whomever wrote the specifications ought to make sure that if that's a serious enough issue, that that, uh, that is accounted for in the specifications. I mean, that's the way that's got to work, in my opinion. And, and so the taxpayers get fleeced, I'm telling you by the procurement. And nobody talks about that a lot. And Taxpayers get fleeced by procurement, big time, and it's just never discussed. And when you look at the, uh, again, the favoritism that the procurement process shows to just a host of special groups of people who meet certain uh, physical, if you will, specifications, physical attributes, it's, it's just slanted in that direction in a big way. Uh, veteran-owned businesses, which I don't necessarily have a problem with, but just know that as a taxpayer, you're paying a premium often for some procurement to go to a, a, a veteran-owned business. It's not a big part of it. It's, it's way more prevalent with respect to minority participation, and, and females are included in that group as well. But our procurement 
rules and regulations are not built around making sure the taxpayers get the best value. Let's just put it that way. Here's one way to look at a a different angle on the cost analysis from Amanda from Pike County. With a steering wheel on the right, that might make sense while you're looking at European manufacturers. It's a lot cheaper to have it already built with the steering wheel on the right for right-hand drive than having retrofit. Their manufacturing processes are already oriented around installing the uh, steering wheel on the right. So it could go into the cost analysis. It's just hard to tell. I mean, it, it really is. I don't know all the details there, but I, I, I don't I'm not for protectionism. I'll just put it that way. I think that's bad economic policy. We'll take a break right here. Come back with more on the JT Show. Super Talk Mississippi. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Food and nutrition programs remain a focal point for USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack, including the Farmers to Families Food Box Program launched by the Trump administration during the pandemic. The agency will hold listing sessions on the program to determine what worked and what did not work, as he told an anti-hunger policy conference on Wednesday last week. The aim of the listing session is to develop adjustments to the program to make sure it is refashioned and redesigned, if you will, he said, and has done a way that provides the greatest amount of help to the most people. He also touted the increases in benefits under the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, and other nutrition-related efforts at the USDA. This is more evidence that the Food for Families program will continue under the Biden administration, which is not surprising given the popularity of the program. 
I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. When it comes to growing cotton, I'm looking for results. That's why I choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. The powerful combination of Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton and Extendamax Herbicide with Vapor Grip technology means I'm getting built-in pest protection and an increased spectrum of control of insects like bullworms and tobacco budworm on top of effective weed control. That adds up to stronger yield potential. In fact, Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton showed an 87-pound per acre advantage on average versus top-planted phytogen varieties. It's no wonder the Roundup Ready Extend crop system is the number one choice for so many of us. For me, the choice is easy. I choose results. I choose the Roundup Ready Extend crop system. Yield claims are based on 2017 to 2019 Bayer trials. Extendamax is a restricted-use pesticide. Check with your state pesticide regulatory agency for specific restrictions in your state. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. everyone the jt show super talk mississippi that would be the welsh classic rock band badfinger not sure folks are aware of the tragic story behind the members of badfinger two of them committed suicide i think one in 2000 or excuse me 1975 and the other a few years later but it was uh, really over a dispute they had with uh, their manager, and they found out that their money had been absconded with. They were just young lads in their 20s making music, making a lot of money doing it, and trusted their managers. And the manager stole their money. And it's a really tragic deal. Very talented, kind of Beatlesque, if you will, recorded on the Apple Records label. Might remember that in their day, but Pete Ham, Mike Gibbons, Tom Evans, Joey Mullen. Straight up a great album, if you ever have a chance to, to listen to that. Wanted to get that in there. I think Sheila from Hattiesburg asked us to talk a little bit about music. So we did. Appreciate that. Uh, Ronnie in Ellisville says, I worked in procurement logistics during my manufacturing days. I can assure you I'd been I would have been escorted out the door had I performed my duties like the federal government. We had little to no room for error. Understand that, Ronnie, and absolutely true. However, if you're paying attention to the current corporate environment, they are becoming more federal government like in their procurement. All the major corporations have announced their intent to be more focused on procurement with so-called 
vendors that are owned by, I should say, so-called marginalized peoples. So you're seeing that you're seeing that come on strong. It's 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 this adoption of this wokeness in corporate America, an indoctrination in our schools that's of most concern is extremely worrisome. Are you aware, folks, that Chicago, the Chicago suburb of Evanston, Evanston, Illinois, they are poised to become the first U.S. city to offer reparation money to black residents whose families suffered lasting damage from decades of discriminatory practices. Hmm. Very interesting. So, a great-granddaughter of one of the black residents who, who a long time ago was, I think, prohibited from starting a business. Now, this great-granddaughter's now 58, says, it's about time that something has come from the hard work of African Americans in this city proving that they should be treated as anyone else. This is what the plan calls for. I know. How is being treated like everyone else mean get more money than everybody else from the government, paid for by everybody else? Because if you push back on it, you are immediately labeled as a racist. It, it has become a cudgel. That word has zero meaning anymore. C- agree. Zero. Totally agree. Because just by default, you are. Just because like the, the left little. is full of chicken littles and the sky is falling on a second-by-second basis. Telling you, it's the number one problem in this country. No, not, and I'm not saying again, as I've said so so many times, that racism doesn't exist. Of course, it does. I, I think, I think to a great extent, it, it's just part of of our. But human, when it's so scarce that you have to go looking for it, right? And ascribe it to everything and see maybe everything. Maybe you should through the find something else to do with your time than to look for every little thing to be racist and offend you. I agree. The city council is voting today to begin with a four hundred thousand dollar total round of payments. I didn't really understand this. This is from Reuters, by the way. The first phase will provide twenty five thousand. To, to a small number of eligible black residents for home repairs, down payments, or mortgage payments in a nod toward historically racist housing policies. What I didn't couldn't tell from that, 25000 total or 25000 each? I don't know how they go about determining who gets the money, who doesn't. So it's being reported that this program could become a model for other cities and states grappling with the with whether to pursue their own reparations programs. Huge national movement underway. We're out of time today. We're going to pick this up again tomorrow. What do you think about this, folks? This is really gaining a lot of steam. But, you know, recent polls show that less than 20% of the population is on board with this concept. It's kind of interesting. The practicality of implementing something like this, especially on a national scale, how in the world are you going to do that? I think this would incite more racism, if you want to know the truth. There's no question. Well, we're out of time here on the JT Show, but coming up uh, next, Mississippi Outdoors Radio, also on the JT Show. We'll have an interesting discussion about House 
your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Chris Foster. The Supreme Court will consider reinstating the death penalty against Boston Marathon bomber Jokar Sarnayev. Sarnayev admitted to helping his brother set off two bombs at the Boston Marathon in 2013, killing three people and injuring hundreds more. In overturning the sentence, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the First Circuit ruled the judge at his trial did not do enough to ensure an unbiased jury. The Supreme Court will take up the case this fall. President Biden, a devout Catholic, has vowed to try to end the death penalty. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. There's a House committee hearing today on granting statehood to Washington, D.C. A city that just happens to be 90% Democratic. Kentucky Republican James Comer calls it a power grab. It's about equality. It's about democracy. New York Democrat Carolyn Maloney chairs the House Oversight and Reform Committee. Washington, D.C. has what's called a shadow delegation in Congress. Two senators and one congressperson who do not get to vote on legislation. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call two men in a truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomenandatruck.com. Ugh, I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A new variant strain of COVID has been found along the coast. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says it comes from South Africa. This strain, like the UK strain, seems to be more contagious than the original virus. We have seen, you know, quite a few, well, say quite a few, about, about 10 strains of the UK variant in Mississippi. Now, that variant does look like, or that strain, right? It looks like it's more contagious, but it's still a minority. But fortunately, the vaccines that we have seem to be highly effective. The income tax elimination bill has died, been altered, and revived over at the Capitol. As we enter the final weeks of the session, Senator Jeremy England believes lawmakers need more time to analyze it. This is a two or three year bill, in my opinion. It's definitely not a draft over the weekend and and push out kind of bill. The bill would raise the state sales tax from seven to nine and a half percent. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. 
The 2021 Honda ATV lineup is here to prove it's possible to work smarter and harder. With the power to get the job done, the technology to make it easier, and tried and tested quality to keep you moving forward, the only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. Honda recommends ATVs for riders 16 years and older and recommends that all ATV riders take a training course. Proceeds from the Mississippi Lottery have exceeded expectations, hitting $84 million last week with four months left to go. Tom Shaheen is the president of the Mississippi Lottery Corporation. Well, if we stay on pace right now, uh, you know, we're looking probably about $115 million. The first $80 million in revenue is earmarked for improvements to roads and bridges. After that, the money is used for education. It was another weekend full of winning for Mississippi's college baseball programs. Capped by a 19 to 11 victory on Sunday with the two teams combining for 31 hits, Ole Miss held on to sweep Auburn to open SEC play. Mississippi State dropped Sunday's matchup in Baton Rouge, but dominant pitching on Friday and Saturday gave the Bulldogs a series victory. In Hattiesburg, Southern Miss held Missouri State to just two runs throughout the entire weekend as they busted out the brooms for a sweep. I'm Kelly Bennett. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. From tablets to drones, even tractors with their own computers. As a farm family of Mississippi, we use the latest technology to get the most out of our land. Growing acres of rice, soybeans, and corn. These digital tools help us map out where to plant and harvest. They manage our farmland from a bird's eye view and even tell us the right amount of water to use. It's a smarter way to farm, providing for our family and yours. The Farm Families of Mississippi. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You're listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show with guest host Gerard Gibbert. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. And joining us now in the studio, Alex Littlejohn of the Nature Conservancy, also Will Primos, here to talk a little bit about what's going on with... uh, this funding that we're trying to get going to conserve Mississippi's fantastic outdoors. Also, we got our good friend from the coast, Ricky Matthews, host of the Coast View on Super Talk. Uh, also joining us. Hey, Ricky, how's it going, man? 
I'm doing great. How you doing, man? Doing fantastic. So we've got quite the crew here to talk about this today. I guess we'll start, Alex. What is the latest? We had Lieutenant Governor Hoseman on the air with uh, Paul Gallo this morning discussing this legislation, and he seems to be fairly dug in. He is opposed to it. He uh, he mentioned his concerns about diversion of monies in general, which would come out of the general fund, a little piece of sales taxes, uh, into this effort, into this special fund to conserve uh, Mississippi's arguably greatest number one asset, which is its outdoors. He, he had concerns about that, and he also expressed just concerns about monies going to any sort of private land use as opposed to strictly public use. And, and as we know now, nearly 90% of the land in the state of Mississippi is owned by, the, by private individuals or the private sector. So where does it stand now, Alex? Yeah, a lot of those concerns that he raised this morning are built into the Senate's edits in the House bill that was passed out of the House. Um, so House Bill 1231 passed out of the House, 117 to 2. And when it got to the Senate, the Senate took into um, account the concerns that uh, Delbert raised this morning, made some significant changes to it. They, it was triple referred, went through three committees, came out of three committees, passed out of the House. The two most significant changes made to it, based on what Lieutenant Governor Hoseman said this morning, was it removed the diversion that was in the House version, yeah. and essentially dedicated no money to the to the program, and it also took uh, nonprofits um, out of the groups that would be eligible to deliver the funds, and essentially what you're doing in that case. You've taken people like the Nature Conservancy, Ducks Unlimited, Delta Waterfowl, Delta Wildlife, and others across the board that do this every day. You've taken them out of the um, out of the program and, and away from the ability to, to uh, deliver those funds and deliver the matching funds that we know we can do. So that's the two major differences. It took the diversion away, dedicated no money to it and removed conservation programs from the eligible entities that could receive the receive the funds and put the funds on the ground. So just so we can inform our audience, Alex, would you explain the diversion exactly what sure. is being requested there and how that would work? Yeah, in, in the House version uh, of 1231, they diverted up to $15 million from the proceeds of sporting good items, sales of sporting good items, into the trust S- fund. Sales tax. Sales tax. Excuse, yeah. me, mm-hmm. excuse me. Um, up to $15 million from the sales tax uh, on sporting good items sold across the state every day mm-hmm. into the trust fund. And then um, they would take those funds and deliver them on a grant application basis that would be overseen by a board appointed by the lieutenant governor and the governor. Uh, in the House version, the speaker had uh, consent in terms of or input on two of the um, two of the appointees. Uh, but that's that's essentially what it is. And, and, and this is Will talking. So, uh, Alex, that those funds are part of the Pittman Robertson. No, no, sir. Th- these funds would come from the sales of the sporting. These are separate from any federal fund right now. This this would so be that new. we pay as sportsmen. That's right. And and we get taxed when we buy those items. So the sportsmen who utilize land the most to go outdoors and enjoy it, they're benefiting everybody. Whether they are a bird watcher, or a bike rider, or whatever, it's outside doing stuff. That's right. They, they have the potential to help 
enhance those opportunities. Yep, there's a there's a certain revenue code at the Department of Revenue associated with outdoor items. Everybody from a hunt, from the hunting and fishing community all the way down to just the outdoor biking and walking community or would be contributing to the fund. Okay. All right. So, all right, so this thing gets passed overwhelmingly in the House. 117 to 2. 117 to 2. Goes over to the Senate, and it gets triple referred, something that I don't know that we've ever seen before. Triple referred, meaning the lieutenant governor refers the bill to committees, three committees, not one, not two, three committees. And sometimes you see double referral when a piece of legislation is uh, germane to the committee's oversight. Triple referred seemed seemed kind of odd. It comes out, and it's been marked up uh, pretty dramatically. Uh, and so what we have now is no diversion, right? That's right. That's it, right. And it, and it passed after the markup. It passed unanimously out of the House. Yep. And so essentially what happens now is that the House, we expect the House to call conference today. And essentially what that means is they're, they're going to come to a table, three conferees, so three appointees from the House, three appointees from the Senate, will sit down and see if there's not some compromise that could be met given the stark differences in the two bills. Ricky, what are your thoughts about this deal? Let's take a step back for a minute and let's talk about why it's important. I mean, it's literally the most transformative conservation bill ever to go through our legislature. It, this is a this is the opportunity for us not only to leave a legacy for our kids and our kids' kids, but it's a it's an opportunity to, to recognize that if we don't act, we're not going to get substantial billions of dollars at, at play now at the federal level that we would get to match with. We're not playing in that space right now. So all of our we're one of two states in the southeast that don't have such a fund. So our competitors, if you think about competition, you know, people who are who are building, you know, this is our in Mississippi, this is it. This is yeah. the number one this is our number one deal. If you add together farming and outdoors enjoyment in this state, you're talking about in the tens of billions of dollars. It it is a significant economy. We have an opportunity to match. What got my attention is states like Georgia, for example, that put twenty million up and we're, we're able to leverage it to get a hundred million. If you think about the, what could Mississippi do with a hundred million dollars in conservation improvements? I think the other thing they, they said most of the important points, but here's the thing I would say: if you take private, uh, if you take private land out of the conversation and you take NGOs out, like Nature Conservancy, Ducks Unlimited, etc then you're not recognizing that the, the the kind of innovation that could occur if you involve those organizations. They are the ones who are on the ground every day. They're the ones who are working so hard. Think about the opportunity to create a fund that could just be in play every single year in perpetuity where we're matching it with, with, with significant amount of federal funds. Think of what Mississippi could do to lead the way. You have Will Primo sitting there in the studio with you? Yes, sir, Ricky. The, the, the work that he does to represent this state around the world. Yep. I mean, we, we're putting Mississippi as the center of the world when it comes to organizations like Primos. And we should be leading the effort in every other way as well. I'll I'll bring it up again. Uh, the lieutenant governor, uh, he triple referred it. And he drafted uh, what came out of the Senate. And 
it took all the meat and all the the benefit and all the opportunity for benefit away from the bill. Um, if, if if you want to let the legislature decide they're going to give money every year, it ain't going to happen. What better time to go uh, trying to get this trust fund set up? Uh, Mississippi right now has got a what a five hundred million dollar surplus, and uh, we just got uh, what. Uh, how much from the well the rainy day fund? Yeah, sits at about five hundred million, and by statute, it, it can't exceed ten percent of the, the prior year uh, yeah. appropriation. And I think. So it's it's full. We've been very blessed in that the pandemic really didn't negatively impact us too terribly with respect to revenue generation. And we're set up to get one point eight billion from billion. the American Rescue Plan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but um, I, I think the problem for me is trying to understand where Delbert Hoseman's coming from. I, I supported him. Uh, I voted for him. I don't believe that he truly understands private when private gets used in the discussions of HB 1231. It, if, if it does not benefit the general public, the projects aren't going to get funded. They aren't going to go. They aren't yeah. going to get elected. I mean, right now they got it set up where I think it's a seven-member board. Uh, uh, governor appoints three. Where right. the other three, uh, other four come from? Comes from the governor. From, from the governor. We got to take a break right here. Hold that thought. We'll come back and talk more about conserving Mississippi's greatest asset, as our friend Ricky Matthews just said. That's the great outdoors. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Mississippi Outdoors Radio continues. Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save $30 on X2 Power Boat Batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. I'm Liz Brister with Entergy. Understanding your energy usage helps you reduce energy usage and your bill. Entergy's My Advisor dashboard gives you free online tools to help you save power and money. You can check daily spend levels, view current bill projections, and determine where your home uses the most energy. Simply log into your Entergy account online or through the free Entergy app. Start saving today at Entergy.com slash my advisor. 
You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. I was a drug addict for 16 years, but I've been sober almost seven years now. Christian business owner and family man. At Adult and Teen Challenge, we're helping rescue men out of addiction right here in Mississippi and teaching them how to be productive members of society. Help us by donating a vehicle to our vehicle donation program. Any condition, running or not, we pick it up, we do all the paperwork, and you get a tax deduction. Contact us, 601-572-7296, or go to mercyhouseteenchallenge.org. Thank you for helping us get our daddies back. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. In the studio, Will Primos, Alex Littlejohn, and joining us remotely, Ricky Matthews of Coastview on Super Talk Mississippi. So we were just talking uh, further, Alex, about what the Senate did, I guess, when they got this bill over there and, and marked it up and... It really doesn't resemble its former self after it, after it went through. Uh, no, they they you know it pretty much took the meat out of the bill. Um, the Senate version took out the diversion, which essentially allocates no money to the program. Um, took the conservation groups like TNC, Ducks Unlimited, Delta Waterfowl, Delta Wildlife out of play in um, the ability to. Uh, participate in the program, put the dollars on the ground, and help leverage those dollars. And then also it removed private lands from the equation as well. So the vast majority of Mississippi being privately held uh, is no longer can no longer proceed. Pro, you know, um, proceed to get these funds and see that that habitat's restored. And, and unfortunately, habitat, wildlife, they don't know property boundaries. They never have, never will. Although some of my buddies will argue, some refuges, uh, ducks, and others know they know that property boundary. But when it comes to what we're trying to do and the efforts we're trying to um, pursue, and what we're trying to do for Mississippi, um, we need both public and private lands at the table. Yeah, and uh, Ricky, I'm not sure if you had a chance to listen to uh, the lieutenant governor this morning with Paul, but one of the things that he mentioned was. It's pretty clear he he has kind of a general objection to just more diversions. The diversion is a concept. 
he views as a problem. And he even made a statement, and I'm plagiarizing it a little bit. I can't remember the precise language, but that we would get to a point if we keep diverting uh, funds to come into the state, in this case sales tax revenue, and we keep diverting it, because there are other diversions already in place, as you know, that go back to the counties and in the cities and for other purposes, that we just have a legislature that would come up here and we wouldn't even be voting on a budget. Something to that effect is what he said. So, But I think it just requires being smart about making policy that would divert. This seems to be smart in this case. Your thoughts, Ricky? I totally agree. I think I think it is smart. I, I think. Look, I don't want to minimize what would be a max of fifteen years over three years. It max out at fifteen yeah. a year, fifteen million a year. That's a lot of money. But within the context of the state budget, it's it, it's not a gigantic number. And thirty three percent actually seems low to me. I spent time in Alabama and I spent time in Louisiana, as you know. And I remember Louisiana's being diversion the diversion list being seventy eighty percent of its total budget. So 33 seems low, but this in the context of the 33%, it's not going to make that much of a difference. And the opportunity to pay back in the future is very significant. Here's what struck me about the lieutenant governor uh, this morning, Gerard, was that he's dug in. He hasn't changed his point of view about this whatsoever. He, he, the, the bill that came out of the three referral is exactly the bill that he had issued. You know, it, it's it, essentially, I would have, I would think he probably drafted it himself because the concerns he had or what's part of that bill today. And and then he sends a press release out saying they've proclaimed some kind of victory when in fact what he what came out was a was a gutted bill. And when you when as an outsider watching this, I'm I'm looking at the organizations that are involved in this. Uh these are some of the most prestigious uh conservation oriented organizations in this state and their members are incredibly diverse and powerful and 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 have a big voice. And he's not listening. You know, at the end of the day, the lieutenant governor's not listening. And and what we see stacking up here is literally the entire conservation community against the lieutenant governor as we speak. And I don't, I, it's, I don't know if he's, I, I don't know why he's positioning himself this way. He says he's for conservation. If he is, he should let the most substantial conservation bill in the history of our state come to fruition so that we can catch up with the other states and do something really important for ourselves and our kids. Uh, that's that's my thought about it. And this is one of those few cases where we have an opportunity to receive federal funds that not only match our investment, our contribution on a one-to-one basis, but the ratio is much higher than that. Georgia leveraged $20 million to receive $77 million, essentially $100 million, uh, into this program. And, and I, I'm going to say this again. What struck me the most about the need for this, and I think the wisdom of this, the first time you guys brought me the brochure, and, and you have included in the brochure uh, a map that shows the states across the southern portion of the United States and how they are participating in in a similar program or have established similar programs and the amount of money they're getting. And the glaring hole in there was Mississippi at zero. That's what got me and struck me more than anything and disturbed me. Like, well, (laughs) what do they know that we don't? It's not like that we uh, can afford uh, to just shy away from that because we're just overrunning with money 
and we're just flush uh, in economic development. If anything, it's just the opposite. We've got to make investments uh, to spark economic development. I think, it's just my opinion here, that an investment such as this would return money to the state. This wouldn't be just a strict diversion. Here's X dollars. It's a fixed amount. It's permanently uh, ensconced. We're going to just divert a certain amount of that. I think that diversion produces a significant return coming back into the state's coffers. Well, I'll give you an example. We've got a project on the lower river um, right around Wilkinson County doing about 6,000 acres of uh, wetland restoration right there along the river, some floodplain reconnection. And we had to hire a metal shop to do some fabrication for us, which there's some jobs. We had to hire an engineering crew to do the engineering analysis for us. There's some jobs. We had to hire um, – we had to get riprap and gravel in, so we had to employ those those drivers, that company. We needed sand. They also got – you know, that's another job or set of jobs. But it, it all goes to one notion that <clears throat> for every million dollars invested – they estimate that it's got a return of about 60 jobs created. And that's from University of Massachusetts Political, Economic, and Research Institute. But we see that. Like, I can see it day-to-day in the work we do based on the contracts and the people and the subcontracts that go on that just has to – that helps us do our job. Um, I'll give you another example. So talk about the leveraging component. You know, Ricky hit on it that Georgia turned 20 into 100. And – so that's you know that's five to one, four to one, five to one. Well, just recently, U.S. the U.S. US Department of Agriculture um, announced uh, about twenty-eight million dollars in wetland restoration along the Mississippi River, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Arkansas deltas. Well, groups like TNC, Wildlife Mississippi, Ducks Unlimited participated, but we. We had $2.8 million in match across those three states that we turned into as a collective group into $28 million. Mm-hmm. Well, that's 10 to 1. So the leverage opportunities are out is out there. The expertise is out there. The limiting factor is the matching funds that we can bring to the table to do to be able to bring that money back home to Mississippi and invest in Mississippi. Will, how important... Is it to, I mean, you're a business person, and and you have uh, done well making a career and building a business out of the outdoors, the great outdoors. And I think that started with your recognition that Mississippi is blessed with fantastic outdoor resources and an abundance of sports people that um, use your products and services as well. Oh, I had John White on this morning on on the show. He's the owner of Two-Gun Tactical, talking about, the explosion of demand uh, for firearms, not only for protection, but uh, to uh, to leverage the great outdoors here in Mississippi. So how important is conservation of these assets to the industry, which is critical to our state? Well, it, it is so important because the HB 1231, as, as it came out of the House, it gives us the opportunity to benefit the public to have more access to to whatever outdoor activity, whether it be hunting, fishing, bike riding, walking, um, it, this bill would would allow Mississippi to take a dollar and turn it into four dollars by leveraging the federal funds. And if we don't if we don't have it set up the way it came out of the house, we can't do that. Yeah. Um, it, it, we're losing forty to fifty million dollars per year that are going to other states. I mean, Arkansas. 
Arkansas just took $45 million and turned it into $150 million. Unbelievable. And I want to hit back on the private aspect of things that Lieutenant Hogan seems to be hung up on. These private initiatives benefit the public. It's not unlike the Fannie Coon development done by the Mississippi, yep. by, by, the, by the Wildlife Federation. Um, uh, wildlife Mississippi. Wildlife Mississippi, excuse me. Wildlife Mississippi down on the Pearl River. It's privately owned, but it benefits the general public. we got a break right here. Will, I want you to, to expound on that when we come back, if you would, sir. We'll take a break on the Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out-of-style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the N stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies. You know, when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. Gallo here, been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guarantee to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland on the Garland Group of EXP Realty. 601-983-1130 and check them out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com. That's LeeWillBuyIt.com. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Napa know-how. The only thing that may be faster than Napa driver Chase Elliott is the free Napa Racing Chase Elliott caps. Get one free at a participating Napa Auto Parts store when you spend $25 or more. Score a free 28-can backpack cooler with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One motor oil. Napa has Mobile One high mileage, truck and SUV, and full synthetic on sale for $26.99 for a five-quart jug. Sale price good through March 31st and supplies of Chase Elliott caps are limited. Napa know-how. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A new variant strain of COVID has been found along the coast. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says it comes from South Africa. This strain, like the UK strain, seems to be more contagious than the original virus. We have seen, you know, quite a few, well, say quite a few, about 10 strains of the UK variant in Mississippi. Now, that variant does look like, or that strain, right? It looks like it's more contagious, but it's still a minority. But fortunately, the vaccines that we have seem to be highly effective. The income tax elimination bill has died, been altered, and revived over at the Capitol. As we enter the final weeks of the session, Senator Jeremy England believes lawmakers need more time to analyze it. This is a two- or three-year bill, in my opinion. It's definitely not a draft-over-the-weekend and and push-out kind of bill. The bill would raise the state's sales tax from 7 to 9.5%. Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Cooling out with the former lady, got the special sauce. That's what she's my baby. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Listen carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. Gallo, Gallo, Shapiro, Shapiro, and now Bongino. Bongino. So what's up? If you want to work at Super Talk, your name's got an end and an O. Dan Bongino. It may make you feel good. Tonight at 11 on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio, part of the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. All right, so, Will, we were just talking about uh, some of these funds, of course, making their way to to private lands. And I know, Alex, you made a a great point a second ago in the last segment about, you know, the wildlife doesn't know. They don't understand lines of demarcation and surveys and things like that. Uh, they, That's right. They pretty much act on instinct. So, so Will, what what uh, the lieutenant governor clearly has concerns about funds being used uh, by private property owners. Your thoughts on that? You were you were making some points but before we not, break. I, I I think the word private really gets misconstrued here. Okay, it do, it's it's not about benefiting the private landowner. It's about benefiting the public through use of something that a private person may control. For instance, let's just say 
but we received a project that this got done. The project was being considered by the board um, that we could access uh, through an easement from a private landowner to, to get to public land conducting water quality improvements on private land upstream of Jackson to improve the city's drinking water. I mean, Jackson's drinking water ain't that great. Couldn't right. we make it better? And if this was an opportunity to do that, it benefits the general public. It's not about private. It's about benefiting the general public, period. Okay, so improvements made on private property, uh, if they were to be made using some of these diverted funds, the point is it doesn't just benefit the private property no, owner. No, that is exactly – I believe the first – the last time I was on this, this program with you, uh, I talked about everything flowing downstream. Yeah. And if it's, if it's a conservation program that benefits some agricultural piece of land that ends up making the water quality better downstream, it benefits the general public who's going to be drinking it. Yeah. So, Alex, have you guys done some polling? What's your sense of what public sentiment is about this? Yeah, so we did some polling uh, back before, back around 2020, and 75% of Mississippi across all gender, race, creed, political spectrum, community, 75% supported um, the effort that we have going here. And and look, at the end of the day, the, the private lands piece is so critical because it's about growing the pie for Mississippi. Because if you take private lands off the off the table, well, then you're taking out, just from the farm bill, you're taking off $5 billion in leveraging opportunities right there off the bat, just in one funding source that we get to work in. We're not even talking about Great American Outdoor Act, which is Land and Water Conservation Fund and other efforts there that we are seeing deliver hundreds of millions out there. And and look, too, because of um, the polling is strong, strong in and of itself, 75%. Um, of Mississippians support this effort, but we have a pretty good um, feel that, you know, if this thing had to go to the ballot box, that we'd probably see more. Uh, we'd probably see 75 to 85 percent support this, which is pretty common with what we see in other initiatives that pass in other states. Georgia was at 83 percent at the ballot when it wow. passed. Um, when you see these go to the ballot box, they are overwhelmingly successful. At a level that we don't see in today's political. What are the steps to get to the ballot box? Because you're making me think that's where I want to go. <laughs> well, you know, if we if, if we <laughs> see that this is not a route to run, um, the referendum is definitely something that the coalition is considering, and we will actually, you know, try to put together the plan in place to get it on the ballot in the next general election, and then it it becomes up to the state of Mississippi, the people of Mississippi vote. So just to, to clarify, uh, Will, that, that procedure, we've talked about it extensively on the show uh, uh, vis-a-vis the medical marijuana initiative that everybody's familiar with, and now that's going to the Supreme Court. So as it stands right now, I'm not sure we have a, a ballot initiative measure uh, that uh, could be performed by the citizens. I don't know that we have a way for citizens to actually get a measure on the ballot that would be recognized as as valid and legitimate legally because that's being challenged and going to the Supreme Court. We're going to learn a lot about that in a couple of weeks. Which is, but look, the message I think here. Excuse me, Alex. But I, I just want to make a point. The message I think here is, Ricky, chime in if you would. That if this thing doesn't go through. That there seems to be broad public support, and that pursuing a citizen-initiated ballot measure 
is an option, and we're going to end up with the same thing we got right now with medical marijuana, which is it's going to pass overwhelmingly, and it's going to end up in the Constitution, and the legislature is going to be left out. Now, they have the option of putting a competing measure on the ballot in accordance with our law. This isn't the way to go, is it, Ricky? It makes me crazy to think that that's what might be necessary. That's what's so incredible about this. Why? Why do you think there's such out, out you know, such an, an incredible support from the public? Because it's in our DNA in Mississippi. Yeah. When we talk about the outdoors in Mississippi, that's who we are. I mean, this is the one issue that transcends the political divide. Amen. This is the one thing that brings us together. And why the lieutenant governor, here's my thought. I think the lieutenant governor, if given the opportunity to, to really think about this and hear and, and listen, I think he's got too much on his plate right now. I don't think he's done all the homework he needs to do. It's clear from what he said this morning that the leveraging opportunities alone, if I was CEO of the comp- a company again and I saw these leveraging opportunities, I'd have everybody rallied going in that direction. But the fact that we got to do this now, that we have to think about a referendum, I, I don't think we should, we should, and I say we, I'm saying, I'm speaking as a sportsman in this state, that we should settle for less. We should, we, we need to go after this full bore and leave a legacy for our kids. And if we get something less than that, we should, we should go in another direction. No, Ricky, I, 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 just I hope agree with the Good lieutenant gosh. governor. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Doesn't it seem so unusual? Well, I, just, get... I hope to. Yeah. Go ahead, Ricky. Go ahead. Well, I'll just say, I, I just hope we can get the lieutenant governor where he needs to be. Why are we having this debate in this state at this moment with everyone seeming to be aligned except the lieutenant governor? And then when he talks about it, he doesn't seem to appreciate the important elements of this. Yeah. That's what amazes me. And I've done my homework on this one. I yeah. know what I'm talking about. This is This is right for this state. Look, we have to, you know, I have to state that. The support out of the House from Speaker Gunn, Lamar, Kincaid, Bounds, um, 117-2. And because of the triple referral in the Senate, obviously we couldn't take any Senate vote for granted when we were talking with those senators. And I feel like we had broad support in the Senate that they would support a very similar bill to the version the House passed. And um, I think we, we can get something done for the state of Mississippi. And I think it's something we could all be proud of to leave a lasting legacy to set the foundation. And, and look, at the end of the day, something like this, it's, it's not about being opportunistic. It's about being strategic with... Um, delivering conservation and making an impact that benefits all Mississippians and helps us leverage additional funds. And look, I've I've said earlier, I said earlier today with you, Ricky, that you know Mississippi brought you the outdoor um, recreation community and, and industry that we know today. Primos Hunting, gentleman next to me, built that one up. Mossy Oak, Toxie Hayes, and Cuz Strickland, that group. Uh, Drake Waterfowl, Tate Wood, those are all Mississippi companies, Mississippi families who built from the ground up in the in our backyard in Mississippi. Their ideas that went out and has impacted that that industry at a scale that we cannot truly understand. So we've got our rightful seat there at that table, and it's time for Mississippi to take its rightful seat at the table on delivering dedicated conservation funding. And, and House Bill 1231, the original text, does just that. Well, I was going to say, it seems unusual to me that you've got such overwhelming support in one chamber in the Capitol, 117 to 2. And then we get over to the Senate, and it just gets stonewalled. You know these folks that are in the House, 
they are politicians, meaning they are political animals. They have tested the winds. They know whether or not their support or opposition is favorable to them from a political perspective. i got to believe, knowing those folks, and I know many of them, they have discussed this with their constituents, and their constituents have said, yeah, we support this, which I think is consistent with what happened in Georgia, 83% uh, support at the ballot box. The same thing, I believe, would happen in Mississippi. These members of the House, they're in touch with their members. They know about this. Otherwise, they'd be hearing about it for for their vote. Yeah, not, Will? not to be funny, but I want you to know, I want everybody, all the listeners out there to know, that I'm here when I was supposed to be turkey hunting. And for me to give up a turkey hunt in Mississippi Springwood, the most cherished thing in my heart as far as the outdoors is concerned, is monumental. This is so important. It is so important. And to hang up over the private word, the word private, is misconstrued. Unbelievable. Appreciate that, Will. Pretty that serious is, statement, actually. That is a man of deep <laughs> convictions to this cause right there. We got uh, a little break coming up right here. Final segment on Mississippi Outdoors Radio coming up. Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. 
Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Are you turning 65? Humana can provide answers to your Medicare questions, including what are my Medicare plan options? Which Medicare plan is right for me? And how do I choose a Medicare plan? Listening, learning, and providing whole health support that meets you where you are. That's what we call human care. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your neighborhood Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey. On the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack, you can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda's been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire and Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course tires, just like Kenda. Designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. everyone mississippi outdoors radio back with you so i don't know we just have a a conflict it's probably the, in in views and opinions and, I, and i've said this many times before on this show and on uh, the regular show lieutenant governor hoseman is a longtime friend i have uh, he was my very first corporate attorney back when he was uh, practicing law 
going back to 1985. That's how long I've been uh, doing business with Delbert. I deeply respect him. I, I consider him a longtime friend, a counselor. He's helped me with uh, numerous personal uh, matters as well. I had a couple of foster children back uh, 10, 12 years or so ago, and he helped me with some of those matters. And so I think the world of him. I just disagree with him on this particular matter, and so I should be clear about that. This is just a, a, a difference in view on policy, and, and hopefully we can – and I think we certainly do here on this program is, is, and on this network is, is stick to our, our disagreement on a policy matter and an issue. This has nothing to do with my feelings about Delbert as a person or as a leader. And I think, like many of us, we all supported him, and we're behind him. We just see differently on this particular matter. I just want to make that clear. So, and, and you know, I, look, the members of the Senate, you know that many of them support this. They won't necessarily publicly disclose that. It's not that they say they're opposed to it, but they won't come out right and say, no, I support it. It's usually more about, well, I, I need to just kind of analyze it further, sort of like the tax bill. And I get it because they've got to work with the lieutenant governor. And the way our Senate structure is uh, organized, you need to be in the good graces of the lieutenant governor or else you're kind of stuck in the corner and you're almost powerless. Ricky, you, you know how that works here in Mississippi. It can be argued that the lieutenant governor is the most, most powerful person legislatively in the state. We just see different on this matter. I just want to be clear about that, Ricky. And, and Gerard, in this case, and I, I'm with you on everything you just said, in this case, um, this is not the tax bill. The tax yeah. bill. Yeah. We're talking about determining the economic future of this state in ways that we've never even contemplated before. This is this is this is a different deal. And this should be something we should get aligned around. Yeah. And we have to be open minded. That's the thing that's amazing to me is that that most most level headed, practical minded conservationists and outdoorsmen who look at this, they conclude what Alex and Will and I have concluded, that this is the right thing for this state at this moment. The time is now to do this. Ricky, this is Will talking. So if I'm not mistaken, Alex, you can correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. Mississippi and Louisiana are the only two states in the southeast that don't have such a program. That's correct. So how can it be so bad for all these other states? I mean, Texas has $200 million. Yeah, I mean, why can't we be a part of leveraging this opportunity to benefit the public of Mississippi? Hey, look, and during the pandemic, uh, <laughs> my colleagues in Florida, they um, they impacted about forty thousand acres of conservation during the pandemic and did it through their state allocated pot and leveraged it against other federal pots of money. And what was the benefit to the general public? Well, access was one. Water quality was another one. Estuary uh, restoration or preservation was another one, which is if you've ever been to Apalachicola and and east towards uh, south of Tallahassee, um, you know what that how beautiful that area is, and that's sure where is. a lot of those a lot of those projects took place. There were in holdings inside the national forest. There was some private work done, but it was forty thousand acres done in during the pandemic. 
because we were they were able to put the plan together. That's taken a couple years to put together, but they were able to do it because of the funding being available to leverage the resources back to Florida. Let so. your eyes settle on a piece of property like that, and if you've got a stress level that needs coming down, it'll come down. <laughs> That's a good point. Hey, Gerard, let yeah. me let me uh, yeah. just. Just something for Will, I just want to point out that I have hunting ground in Chula, Mentor City, and outside of Greenwood. I spent a lot of time offshore fishing as well. But I can't imagine doing what we do for ducks and deer without the farmer being involved in it. The farmer is, par- is our partner, and that's the largest industry in the state of Mississippi. Imagine passing a conservation bill that takes farmers out of the equation. I can't even get that at my head around that. Yeah, that's a great point. Great point. Because we've had a couple of questions, and we uh, we got to go. We're almost out of time. We've had a couple of questions about, well, how does this benefit the public if, if the if money is going to private property? And, and it's, it, it, like Will said, all the water flows downhill. Alex said, you know, the wildlife don't know uh, the, the lines <laughs> between private and public property. We all benefit when we conserve the great outdoors and wildlife habitat. That's just the bottom line. And there's, re- get this done. there's restoration on public ground, too, that will be pursued to this. So this is a public and private partnership that Got can it. be had. Mississippi Outdoor Radio comes to a close. We'll be back tomorrow. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.